we don't want you to come in here and think that you're going to be left out. You don't have to be a nerd or a geek to like it. You can watch Star Wars. You can go see stormtroopers at the event. You can go see celebrities that come to, you know, to the event to see their fans. And, and that's what these shows are all about. It's, it's basically acceptance. Thanks for joining us on Louisiana's Playground Podcast, your roadmap to all things Lake Charles, Louisiana. I'm Brady Raynard. And I'm Jillian Corder. We're excited to bring you the authentic stories and experiences of Southwest Louisiana with all the tools you need to build your own personal Lake Charles itinerary. Another, look, I know we say it every time, but it's true once again, another perfect show for you. Episode 37 of the podcast, we speak to Garrett Manuel with SciFacon, a huge convention that comes to Lake Charles once a year. Three days of fun and of uh, nerdism, if you will. That's right. And we're going to hear all about it with Garrett here in just a minute. But of course, we begin the show, as always, with a taste of Southwest Louisiana in a segment we call On V Eats. This week, we head over to Blazing Hot Chicken. And this is one of those spots that just speaks to me, right? It's a chicken joint opened in 2023. It's a group of friends actually from Lake Charles. They were living in Texas, moved back home, and uh, wanted to really put their own spin on that Nashville hot chicken and bring it to Louisiana because of all the great food options that we have, not only in Southwest Louisiana, but in Louisiana as a whole, I would say that the Nashville hot chicken style were kind of lacking in that department. And so... Places like this really help add another layer of uh, our national culture right into the cuisine here in Southwest Louisiana. So not only are we happy that they're here, I think they were also needed in a way. Yeah, I think so. They're a unique flavor for sure. And I love it when a when a place knows what they do well and, and that's what they stick to it. So this place is chicken, right? Um, I and they do it so well. You don't feel like you need to order anything else. You do not feel like they need to expand their menu because it's so good. Everything is done with a lot of care and um, specifically crafted. Just like Louisianians are very protective of like gumbo. Do, you know, don't order gumbo outside of Louisiana. Uh-huh. You'll hear often. I'm sure Nashvillians will go with that as being, or Nashvillians. Sure. How about that? Oh. Um, are very protective of their hot chicken. And so I'm sure they're always skeptical and after going to Nashville and yeah. trying hot chicken, it's pretty authentic. Like, you know, it's maybe not one for one, but it's really, really good. And so I really appreciate the fact that they want to be as authentic as they can. Um, and they offer something that's a little different than over there. They offer six heat levels from country to blazing hot. So no matter what spice level you enjoy, you're going to have a flavor for you. Yes, that's right. They even have a flavor for me who enjoys no spice whatsoever. That's the country level. It's very nice that they didn't just say basic. Yeah, they could have just said... The basic level. The basic level. They could have just said mayonnaise, but they didn't. (laughs) But that's basically... That's where I'm at. Spice level mayonnaise. (laughs) And I think something, too, that (laughs) That's my beige flag. Isn't that what they call it nowadays? Yeah, your beige flag. (laughs) My beige flag is that I can't handle spice. Of any kind. (laughs) Uh, Was there pepper on this? I think so. (laughs) Uh, The first thing that you notice when you walk through the doors is the murals on the wall. That's right. And I'm talking about the Lake Charles location. There are two locations. There's one in Westlake, and there is one in Lake Charles. Both have murals on the wall, uh, but we are specifically referencing the Lake Charles location. 
Um, they have that rubber chicken aesthetic. What yeah. I mean by that is that their logo is that is the rubber chicken the that we all know rubber that chicken. you squeeze and it squeaks. And so that's the the what they feature. And so a local artist, Jeremy Price, who we've actually featured on the podcast before, episode mm-hmm. six, if you want to listen to his insights as an artist, he designed the interior all off of that rubber chicken theme yeah. and Southwest Louisiana. And it's a really trippy event kind of just looking at the wall. Yeah, it really is. And you kind of, uh, each time you go there, you notice something new. I, I swear this time when we went that part of it was new and it wasn't there last time, but Brady tells me I'm wrong, but I'm just noticing more things every time you walk in, you notice something different. It's really colorful. It's super fun. It's got that graffiti vibe to it. And uh, Jeremy Price, if you drive through Lake Charles and you see murals all over town, um, a lot of them are Jeremy's and he's he's really good. He's really good at what he does. So super fun environment there, which just adds to sure. the overall experience because the food's so good too. As you mentioned earlier, you know, they try to keep things simple. And so at the end of the day, they really only serve chicken tenders done in their hot spices. And they serve it in a couple of different ways, one of which the jumbo sliders, which is how you prefer them. That's what I get. So I like a sandwich. I like to be able to hold on to the bun, right, to be able Mm -hmm. to eat it. It's a little less messy uh, compared to like a sauced, you know, chicken tender or something like that. Um, Absolutely delicious. So uh, it comes with coleslaw pickles, the blazing sauce on it, which uh, I want to point out the blazing sauce is not actually super spicy at all. I mean, it's got good flavor to it, but it's not a hot sauce, if you will. The it's blazing a, sauce is that, like their signature sauce. Sure, it's that house sauce that we've talked about before that every kind of culture has. Yes. It's their version of it. It's their version of it, and it's so good. that I want to just bottle it. I If they don't sell it in a bottle, I didn't ask. I should have. But if they don't, maybe they should because I want to eat that with everything. Like it's one of those <laughs> sauces that goes with chicken. It could go with your burger. It's great to dip your fries in. It's it's just really, really good. The chicken in it is perfectly crispy um, and really well seasoned. And large. I think it's yeah. worth pointing out. Most people rip on tenders for being thin. These no. are not thin tenders. No, not at all. These are just a big chunk of meat on your, on your sandwich. Um, it's all on a slider. The bun's great kind of a buttery flavor to it um it's a little sweet the bun Mm -hmm. uh so it just kind of adds one more layer to this this overall meal uh it's got like liquid cheese poured on it along with that blazing sauce again not hot just absolutely delicious it it just kind of melts in your mouth in a way but also has the perfect crunch of the crispy chicken for sure um they've got uh Honey mustard sauce that's served with everything. It's got a really sweet, tangy quality to it. So that's delicious. You should have seen this sandwich. I wish visually I could explain it on the podcast because it had so many sauces on it because I like all of them. So I just keep dipping in each in each thing. It, it mainly was just a sauce sandwich, but it was absolutely delicious. It's like a carousel. You just... I just dip in each mm-hmm. in each little dip. Yeah, that's right. And... um. It was it was great. It was great. It's this it's what I get every time. Yeah. Um, I just can't when I know that something on the menu is so perfect, I it's hard to order anything else. They also serve the tenders on toast, a more traditional Nashville hot chicken style of, of doing so. And then there's the third option, which is the crunch wrap, the mac and cheese crunch wrap specifically. So Yes, it's as you would think. It is a giant tortilla that they chop up chicken 
mac and cheese. They put the sauce and they put chopped up pickles into it as well. And then they fold it all together and then finish it on the grill to seal it within the uh, tortilla. I call it a perfect unison of flavors and textures because you have the chicken pickles, blazing sauce, your soft tortilla. You get the crunch from the pickles and chicken. I get the level five heat. I get the extra hot. I've also done the blazing hot. Both are great. I think I slightly prefer the flavor personally uh, for the extra hot. Um, and it's just such a cool flavor that all works together. I like the sliders as well, too. So it's hard to really choose. All of them are delicious at the end of the day. And if you're a fry person, they do waffle fries there. Which, if you get sauce on your fries. So I got cheese fries. The waffle ridges hold sauces so well. <laughs> They're the perfect that they're the, sauce. They might potato. be the perfect cheese fry, right? It's just because <laughs> they all hold it so well, so delicious. Um, it's one of those meals like you don't, you're not going to be healthy when you go there. But that's the point. You're going there to have a fun, great meal, and it hits the level of what you're looking for every single time. That's that's one thing that Blazing Hot Chicken does so well is consistency. You know what you're going to get. It is great every single time. You know, you walk into a lot of places, right? Sure. And maybe you have some meals that are a little bit better than others. Um, but no, they have this standard uh, quality of their meal. And you're going to get that every single time you walk in. Looks the same, tastes the same, right. feels the same. Every single time. I agree. And so as I mentioned earlier, they, they do have two locations. There's one located in Lake Charles on Ryan Street, just south of downtown, about five minutes actually from the event center where CypherCon's being held. There's also one in Westlake, which is about 10 minutes from uh, the event center uh, and just a couple of minutes off of the main road there, Sampson. So either location you go to, you're going to get a great meal and they're, you know, you're, you're going to get that consistency as we're talking about. And at the end of the day, a very spicy meal. If you're looking for it, you can find it at Blazing Hot Chicken. And if you're not looking for any spice, they got you covered there too. Just order the country style chicken. Delicious. And let us know what you think. From a great meal to a great guest, we welcome on Garrett Manuel, the co-owner, board member, and event coordinator at SciFacon. He pretty much does everything around there. Uh, he's a Lake Charles native and works in IT, and he's a self-proclaimed nerd and geek, which makes him an absolute perfect fit to run SciFacon. Welcome to the show, Garrett. Glad to be here this morning. Okay, so we get everybody started here on the podcast to see how you play in Louisiana's playground, kind of get everybody warmed up with some rapid fire questions. Okay. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay, crawfish or gumbo? I'd say gumbo because I can have it all year round. <gasps> you answered the, the, the part two question you there. Did, you said the thing. You said the he thing. He said the thing. So gumbo, there is no gumbo season. Right. right. There's so I can understand you wanting it a little bit more in the winter, but there's no season. None. Any it's time of the year. Always gumbo season. Absolutely. Okay. Love you it. and Brady are totally in sync. Love Already. It. Question number one. Okay. Let's move on to number two. Poolside or beachside? I say poolside. Ooh, why is that? Well, you can have a drink near the pool. And if you're at LaBerger at um, you know, Golden Nugget, you can easily get somebody to bring you one. So oh. I kind of like just being around the pools around over there. Yeah. The service. The service the is pool. actually nice. Yeah. I mean, that Lazy River is a lot of fun, right? It is amazing. Yeah. It just, you can't get enough of it around here. I mean, it's just Lazy always... Rivers, I guess. Yeah, I it would be two of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Two of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I, I, okay. So I, now 
I'm always beachside. I always tell everyone that, but I guess it's true. If you have someone delivering a drink to you, <laughs> it nice. does make a difference. We may or may okay. not bought a hotel room to be able to enjoy the Lazy River for the Fools like Saturday afternoon. We we may have done that one time. I mean, there's no shame in that. Yeah. None. J- just once. Totally just worth once. it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, last question. Concert or comedy show? I probably would do the comedy show. And I, I, I say that because I do a lot of concerts, but I like going to a comedy show because you never know who's going to show up. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing local comedy, it's even better. Okay. You and Brady are a man after insane. my own heart. <laughs> all three. No one has had three consecutive answers that uh, I love it. I love it. What a great start to this podcast. We're going to. So let's start the conversation on, I guess. It at the most broadest sense, what is a con? And I say that as in you hear the words Comic-Con, Sci-Fi-Con. What is a con? So in my experience, I've, I've attended nearly 100 of them um, over the course of like 30 years. Um, I would say that a convention is basically, especially something like a Comic-Con or a, a pop culture convention, it's the coming together of just different people embracing one or two thousands of things. Um, for us, it's basically about community. We've always made this show to be about a community-oriented event. That's one of the reasons why we've always had it at the Civic Center. We've had very successful years. A convention, to me, is about making friends. And those friends will last a lifetime. And the experiences they have over at a convention. Um, we patterned ours off one of the largest conventions in the country, uh, Dragon Con, which takes place in Atlanta. We patterned it off of that and said, well, what could we do here in Lake Charles to make it like that? And, of course, this is a, that's a six-day event. We're three days and we're limited. So when we originally started, we started very small. Where we're at now is where we've always wanted to be, but it took 10 years to get there. So for us, it's bringing the community together in any way, shape or form. And you're making friends, you're, you're watching concerts, you're shopping, you're meeting celebrities. You might not like to do all those things, but you're there to do them and you're there with your friends. So it's, it's a community thing for me. And and I think a lot of people might be a tad intimidated by something like this, right? You see like San Diego Comic-Con and you're, you're, I would be almost nervous to go there. Like, yes, I am also a self-professed nerd, right? But like, maybe I'm not on the same level <laughs> as other people, but this is really for everybody, all shapes and sizes of people who, you know, no matter your level of fandom, let's say you're invited. Yes. And that's what we do for us. Um, when we created it, we said anybody can show up. Our, our show is actually a very unique one, um, in the, especially in the state. Lots of shows come in and go. We're all local. We've been local since day one. So we focus on the community. Mm-hmm. And I keep saying this, and I'm going to keep saying it over, over <laughs> and over again. Um, a community of geeks, nerds, but it's also Lake Charles and the surrounding areas. So when you go, don't be overwhelmed. It's going to be a lot to see and do. Take your time. If you go for a Saturday, you get there early and stay late, you'll see everything we have to offer. Um, it's one of those things that you just have to experience. And you don't have to be a, a nerd or a geek to go out there and do it or even like science fiction or, or anime or anything like that. It's just something to do in Lake Charles that we have to have in this town. Mm-hmm. Events are important for us. Sure. It's, it's like in our blood down here. And I think it's also worth noting that 
the the pop culture around quote unquote geek and nerd culture right has really increased probably in the last 20 years or so it's become more mainstream and a lot more kind of socially accepted it kind of used to be those guys in the corner and now it's like everyone's watching marvel movies which are kind of in that people love and grew up on star wars they play video games they read comic books those things now are very much in the mainframe of mainstream yes and that's what we've been seeing um, I guess whenever we started off in, believe it or not, 2011, we knew there was a upwelling of, of fandom. It was coming. Um, when we started it, you see a lot of them pop in and out every once in a while. They'll try starting it, but they don't have the heart. They don't know what it's for. It's always about money. Well, for us, it's not about the money. We do it because we see there's a need and everybody's enjoying it. You don't have to be it. Like you said, you don't have to be a nerd or a geek to... Like you can watch Star Wars. You can go see stormtroopers at the event. You can go see celebrities that come to, you know, to the event to see their fans, and and that's what these shows are all about. It's it's basically acceptance. That's awesome. So if some I'm let's say I'm coming for the very first time, I have no idea what okay. to expect. What am I going to experience there? You're going to experience a little bit of everything. Um, I I basically say it's a, it's a three day Halloween party. <laughs> okay. Literally, we we encourage people to dress up. We want you to come and enjoy yourself. There's going to be concerts. There's going to be vendors. There's going to be food vendors. When we do food trucks this year, I mean, it's it's something that's a unique thing for our event. Um, you're going to meet celebrities. You're going to be able to go buy tons of merchandise. You're going to be able to go to panels and learn things. You're going to be able to talk to your celebrity, you know, celebrities in panels or get their autograph or take pictures with them. You can play video games all day long. You can do boundless amounts of things at this show and that's what we do we basically throw everything at the wall and if it sticks it sticks and you've had a great feedback from people right like you said it's grown over these last 10 12 years now yes um the feedback we listen to everybody if they say they don't like something hey we'll try something new i mean we're not we're not rigid to where we're not going to change things for the most part our positivity has been very very high because we're out there saying to everyone you, this shows for you. Mm-hmm. We put a lot of work into it. We don't get paid for the work we're doing. It's all volunteer based. So we're doing this for the love of what we're doing. And I think that shows when you go there and you see the show for the first time and you can just see everybody being happy. And you guys are now in the event center. You talked about the humble beginnings. What were those humble beginnings and how is it paying off now 14 years later? So we started off on one floor, the mezzanine. For two or three years, that was the only show. So you had the little the little rooms up there in the in the area, and we were up against weddings. We had other shows happening that weekend, and then as we grew, we said, "Hey, we want to do two floors." Then we want to do three. Then eventually, we said, "Hey, we're gonna um, take over the whole venue, the Coliseum." We did Rosa Hart for a few years, and now that allowed us to grow and do what we wanted to do. And we always knew that it, we couldn't get to where we wanted to until we did it right and slowly so being in that venue has been a godsend for many many things just the city backing us and and supporting what we're doing and and visit like charles and everything like that the support we've gotten in the last few years has been absolutely fantastic and in 14 years where do you hope to see it kind of grow from there are you hoping to get to the six days like dragon con oh god no (laughs) (laughs) Too, Um, too much too much too much um i i I think where we're at now is the formula we're gonna we're gonna keep. I, I like where we're at. Um, our staff 
is it's at a manageable level now to where the last three years we've now figured it out. It's now like a well well oil machine. So we could add more celebrities, bigger names down the road. But for right now, I think the way we have it set up for us, it's really good. Let's talk about those celebrities for just a minute. Um, some of the people that are going to be there. Edward James Olmos, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so I-, I know a lot of people know him from like Battlestar Galactica, right? Mm-hmm. And I was telling Brady last night, no, that's Professor Geller from Dexter. Yes. And and then I had to go even ab- above that and say, wait, he's also Selena's dad. <laughs> so, so there's a lot of these people that you look at and you're like, I, I got it. You're in everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's a he's a big name. He is. And um he he couldn't make it last year. Um and we we redid everything with Mary McDonald. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a big get regardless. Sure. But um last year he had to cancel because he had a cancer diagnosis and he was going mm-hmm. through treatment and everything. Mm-hmm. And and we had a lot of people disappointed. But with every convention, we tell everybody there is a chance they will not be able to make it for professional, personal reasons. That's out of our control. And it was just wonderful that he wanted to come back again this year. That's great. Yes. That's great. He's, he's, once I figured out, oh, that's Selena's dad, I got, I got quite excited. <laughs> um, also, Eugene Cordero, I'm excited about, I want to meet him. Yeah, he was a big surprise. Um, so we were discussing with, with our agents and they were like, oh no, he's available. I'm like, okay, let's, uh, let's, let's throw a, let's throw a thing out there and see if he wants to come over here. And he, he, he was like, I'm on board with this. So, um, Eugene has, he, plays Casey and Loki. He's the one he opens the desk and there's like 40 infinity stones sitting in the desk as paperweights. <laughs> that's that's Casey who got a much bigger role in season 2. Yes, yeah. he did. that just aired uh at the end of last year, so. Absolutely. And then he also the the other reason we brought him in is because he actually voices um Rutherford on Star Trek Lower Decks. Okay. Which is another Star Trek fan for me, like having him here is going to be really awesome because um that show is really popular on Paramount Plus right now. So okay, okay. And he's also you may have seen him in other stuff. He's done. A, he's got a really extensive acting credit. Um, he was in Kong Skull Island, which is a very underrated movie. Yes, as part of that new yes, Godzilla monster verse, absolutely it's called. Um, and he's also a recurring character on a show that that Jillian likes a lot. Stuff like Grace and Frankie. So once again, there's a lot of overlap. Whether you're a nerd or not. You probably remember him from the show Grace and Frankie at some point, mm-hmm. which sure. is as far from nerd culture as you can get. Yes. Yeah. And that's what we do with these with the guests we pick. We want a guest that's going to hit every demographic because sure. we understand it's not just about seeing someone a sci-fi guest or a voice actor. It's about seeing someone you've seen on TV and you like and you want to meet them. It might be an experience saying, who how was it like working with this person? Those are the kind of questions you can ask a celebrity when they're there. Yeah. And they'll be happy to answer it for you. It's just a wonderful experience. Yeah. A- another name that you got this year is someone <laughs> I-, I I've worked with. Um, this is so interesting to me. So Barry Lowen is one of the um, one of a few men who wear the Mandalorian suit. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> and but he also to Lake Charles is, you know, was he just he just went on to Florida to another station. But he was a, a television news anchor here and one of our reporters at KPLC. So very strange. I, ha- I have to share this with everybody. So I walk into work one day and our news director says, hey, Jill, you'll love this. I have an interview with the Mandalorian today. And I just looked at her and said, um, 
you're confused. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't. And she said, "Uh uh-huh, he plays the Mandalorian and he wants to be a reporter. And I I couldn't wrap my head around why Pedro Pascal would want to apply to work at KVLC. (laughs) And finally, I, I realized, oh, okay, 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 okay. She's talking about Barry Lowen, who is is absolutely fantastic. He also um, has an extensive career in gymnastics. He was in Cirque for years traveling. He was in Cirque Italia. And is like, from here. And he's from he's from Sulphur. Yes. Like that's where he grew yes. up. So um really cool to be able to bring him back. Yeah, he actually um I, I met him at um GeekCon up in um Shreveport. And uh, we were talking and um he said uh yeah, you're you're the guy that runs uh, Cyphercon. I said, um, I said, well, yeah, I'm, I'm one of them. But um, <laughs> yeah, I said, um, let's talk. And then I got an email like the next day, and he said, hey, I'm interested in coming. Let me let me get my schedule working out. And as the the time went on, we figured it out. And I said, hey, you're coming back. You just signed on the dotted line. We got you back. So it was just really a wonderful experience to talk to him. And and he's so excited to come home. Yeah, and he he has a unique perspective. Um, being able to- to talk about traveling to all these different cons across the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, he went to Germany several years in a row, yes. right? So like he he travels all across the country to do these these uh, conventions and talk to fans. And it, it, I just think that that's such a unique experience really for the is. celebrity too, not just oh, yes. for the person who's going to meet them, but but what a you know what a gig, right? You 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 play a character, and and sometimes I guess for actors that role is when it's done, it's done. But for for those in this universe, right, that role just keeps on giving because people are so excited to meet them. Absolutely. That's the coolest part, I think, is that these characters mean so much because it also is one of those things that I guess if you're not part of the nerd uh, geek culture, there's you connect with these cultures through multiple mediums. Sure. The character that you watch in a movie will then appear in a TV show, which is then in the comic, which is then in the video game that you play. Exactly. And so there's so much of so many layers with those, and, and that's what's so awesome. Now, in addition to Barry Lowen, we also have uh, another name here, Rico Fajardo. Rico's been on our show before, but mm-hmm. we he was not a main guest. He we kind of snuck him in one one year. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh huh. He he got a table over there, and we were just having a great time with him. And he said, um, "Hey, I want to come back." But yes, he's been on a ton of very animes cool. yes like yeah. one piece i can't even re- i can't even list all the n- things for him because most of these voice actors do roles over a hundred different roles yeah mm-hmm. i can't even name them all yeah. it's just it's incredibly rich yes what they do and and the best part is they their voices are so different on each role and it just it amazes me kind of like i think mel blank you know like doing every voice for looney tunes and everything like that it was him yeah these voice actors are exactly like that it's just crazy that they can do these voices and inflections and everything like that and, and take these characters and bring them to life. And I, I put some notes here for Rico that I wanted to just mention. So he's done lots of anime, as you mentioned. My Hero Academia, One Piece, two very popular animes that, that if you're into animes, you've probably seen. He also voiced two characters in two of my favorite games. He voices the god Achilles in Smite. Yeah. And he also vo- voiced uh, a character named Ferdinand in Fire Emblems, part of the best house, the Black Eagles there. So You did like those games. I did. And so, so shout out. I'm just giving a oh, little yeah. quick shout out. Oh, yeah, please. <laughs> uh, next up, also coming to the show this year is Mila Lee, who's also a voice actor. We we do heavy on voice actors for our show, um, mostly because our show originally started as an anime convention. And over the years, we 
we spread it out to make it a, a pop culture convention so everyone can show up. But yes, she um she's a voice on Apex Legends and Mortal Kombat. So I mean, it's like I I literally could not answer all these these guests on here because I, there's so many good characters you can pull from. If my if my um, guest relations guy was here, he would be able to name off every single one of every <laughs> single show. Like he's great at what I told him. Said when he find these guests, please give me a cheat sheet. Yeah, <laughs> I need I, one. I need one. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's so great that you guys are uh, showing off these voice actors because man, I feel like they're it's such an underrated. Uh, job like they they don't get the praise I feel like they need oh, so often you know voice actors are actors yes, first they are. and foremost and they're so good at what they do anytime there's a documentary that comes out about voice acting I, I'm all on board because it's it's absolutely to me just incredible what what these people can do absolutely it's fascinating actually mm-hmm. and there's a few others that are coming Bryson Bogus, uh, Drew Brelove, Love and Matthew Elkins all of which have a ton of voice acting credits and yes. from animes and whatnot so just wanted to make sure that they kind of got mentioned now speaking of that from there I think the thing that probably catches the people's eye the most are what's called cosplays that's still yes. a term that's really become more popular over the last 10 years it has. or so at the end of the day it's it's dressing up like your favorite characters is the very basic way to kind of say it. How serious do people take these costumes? Okay, so I got into, um, before it was cosplay, it was called, it was just costuming at the time. Because, I mean, back in late 90s. You didn't um, need a term for it. Yeah, yeah, you didn't need a term for it. Now we have a term. And um, it is now the de facto term for if you're wanting to go out and dress up as your favorite character or anything in any series or anything you want to do. Um, I have seen some absolutely incredible cosplays like there's some i've seen that are like 20 dollars cosplays wow then you have people that make them out of foam and everything like that and they're still just as fantastic it's 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 an interesting culture to be in i do a lot of costuming as well but the cosplay community is very unique and the fact that they put them so much effort into their costumes and when you see them in person it looks like they were just rolled off a of movie studio a lot like yeah. they this is the, this is the dedication you see with a lot of people it is a serious thing. It is a big deal. Um, and I I have, like, seriously, when I say it, I've seen some amazing costumes and cosplays over the years. So many that I can, I, at, at this point now, I'm not as shocked to see certain things. Certain things will shock you. But the dedication that every cosplayer puts into their costume making, it, it's incredible. And it's a, it is a literal art. And no matter the skill level or the time you have to dedicate to a costume or the money, because mm-hmm. some of these people are pouring it in into um, their looks, even if you're just some, buying something off the rack and want to come in costume, that's highly encouraged, right? Oh, absolutely. We Like we say, like, wear what you want. It's yeah. literally, it's Halloween weekend in the middle, in the beginning of April. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable. When you come to SciFiCon, we want you to feel like you're you're around family and around friends. So yes, we want everybody to dress up if they want to. We encourage it. Always encourage it. So buy buy something for the spirit Halloween. Make your own costume. It doesn't matter. Just enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Create have a great your own character. I love the ones where they mesh like two characters, like where people mesh like Michael Myers the actor and Michael Myers the the killer from yeah. Halloween <laughs> yes. together. And it's like yes. Austin Powers, but he looks like Michael Myers the the killer from <laughs> Uh, Halloween stuff like that. Now within it, there's also a cosplay contest you guys put on. Yes, tell that, me about that. So the biggest event we have during the weekend—that's that's the one everyone looks mm-hmm. forward to. Because if you're in cosplay, 
you weren't into the contest, right? Sure. Um, so we do it on a Saturday afternoon from four to six. It's a two hour presentation. They get on stage, they do their they do their walk ons and everything like that. And we have like entertainment in between while the judges make their their um choices. But every year it gets bigger and bigger. And this year we like the last two years, we've done it in Rosa Hart before. And it was a fantastic experience. But we found, and this is the ironic thing, everybody would rather have it on the second floor in the mezzanine because they can go stand upstairs on the, the railings uh-huh. and watch it from above. Okay. And we have the Lake Charles Toyota stage is going to be right there. So they get a full experience. Oh, that's cool. So the costume contest and cosplay contest to us is our main event. And it's it's literally the reason why everybody goes to our show. And it's not just adults that are that are, that are in that. I was looking, and there was children all the way up in terms of age. Correct. Yes, it, it's an all ages event. Now, speaking of the kids, what is there for kids to that that really maybe would be mostly targeted at them? Things for them to do. I see from past events. The biggest thing is seeing everyone in these costumes is like magic for them to begin with. Yes. So years ago, we started something called called Sci-Fi Kids. It was a section of the convention that we we created for the kids to go with their parents and, and do like activities. Well, as of this year, as of a couple of weeks ago, we have spun that off into a 501c3. So it is now a separate entity away from SciFiCon that will be doing events all year round for children. Oh, that's, that's great. Incredible. So that's a big, another big announcement we've, we wanted to make too. It's a special thing because we can do stuff with the city now. Mm-hmm. We can work with the Children's Museum. We can host different things for the Kids. So basically what we do is with the kids have a section at the convention and we do workshops, activities. We have the library come out there. We have a uh, gumbo gator was out there a couple times, oh, you know, awesome. and, and of course, you know, we want the kids to be entertained. And when they see everybody in costume, I think that's their biggest fun thing to, to see everybody there. When they see all the people in costume, see a stormtrooper walking around or they see Darth Vader or a ghostbuster and they see this, it, it opens their eyes and they just, it gives them like so much joy in their faces. And like, it's, it's a wonderful experience for all the kids and the, and the parents that are there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Disney world come to you, right? Pretty much. Like that's, that's great. It's just a, a really cool experience and that you otherwise would not get right. I mean, exactly. this is a true magical experience. So it's a three day event, April 5th through 7th. And you, you talk about vendors. What exactly are they kind of selling 80 plus vendors? I believe you, you guys are advertising. Correct. So, we're talking about vendors that sell t-shirts, art, um, props. It's art. It's merchandise. It's t-shirts. It's it's pins. It's artwork. I mean, it's just like, I cannot describe how much we're going to have there. Because every year we bring in new vendors and artists. And it, it's rotating. It's not the same people over and over again. And I know a lot of people would like that. But you've got to keep it fresh. you gotta you got to give our our audience something to look forward to every year. Earlier, you mentioned play video games all day as one of the things that you can do. I know some people would be like, why am I going to a convention just to play video games? (laughs) However, you guys also, in addition to the cosplay contest, have video game tournaments. Yes. For Call of Duty, which got the team and I got a couple Warzone dubs last night. Uh, League of Legends, Mario Kart, Overwatch, Pokemon Unite, Rocket League, Street Fighter 6, Smash, and Tekken 8 are all the confirmed tournaments? As of right now, yes. These are the ones that are currently in production that we're going to start doing. So basically, um, they will go to um, Scion Esports website, and they are a separate entity that runs all of our video gaming tournaments and at the convention. 
they will sign up online to enter those tournaments. In order to get to the tournaments, you have to buy a ticket to go into Cyphercon. But the tournaments are free to enter. Okay. And then they just play. And then they go, they'll see what the brackets are like. And then they'll continue through from there. Well, if you're listening and uh, you need a free agent, I am available for Unite, Rocket League, or Call of Duty. Just FYI. <laughs> I am a free agent and available for any of those. Oh, take your Rocket Leaguing pro. Can't wait. You mentioned there's a pub crawl on uh, that Friday, April 5th, right? Yes. Tell me, how does that work? So as a Cyphercon badge holder, you can take your badge to all these locations that we're going to have as part of the pub crawl. And they will have a drink special that you can only buy that night if you have the badge. It's nothing special. It's just something to get people that are not from around Lake Charles to go and experience downtown. Yeah. And downtown's, I feel like, really thriving right now. It's coming back. Yes. So this is a great way to kind of show that off. Absolutely. And I love the venues that you guys kind of show, kind of chose because each feels so much different than the next, mm -hmm. right? Y'all are going to Puzo Street. Panorama, Tia Juanita's, Luna, and McFarland's Celtic Pub, which we have featured most of these already on our On the Eats segment of our podcast. Um, and so being able to do that, they have such great food we've talked about. They've also got great drinks. And so this is such a cool event. And I think something that we didn't kind of talk about, people do so also as cosplayers in the street as well, right? Absolutely, no. And then the best part about that is, is like people are walking around saying, why are these people in costume? <laughs> it's like, there's a Comic-Con happening at the Civic Center. So it gets, it's almost like its own self-advertising sure. when we're out there. Sure. And people look at us like we're going, what are these weirdos? Like, it's Halloween for the next three days. Get used to it, people. <laughs> what are these weirdos in costume doing? No, we're not weirdos. We're having a really good time. Exactly. Yeah. I think that that's, that's really fun. Yeah. And, and then you'll... From one stop to the next, more people grow. They're like, well, I'm going to follow these guys and see what's yeah. up. They're having a good time. Exactly. That's <laughs> what happens when you go to a pub crawl. They're like, what are y'all doing? We're going to every location, having a drink. And they go, okay, well, we're going we're gonna to follow you I'm guys. In. We're yeah, in. exactly. We're tagging along. Well, speaking of being in, if you've gotten this far on the podcast, likely your 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 interest is at least peaked in what Cyphercon can do. Can you tell us uh, ticket information where people can follow and just get more information about Cyphercon? Absolutely. So... The main information you can get off cyphacon.org, C-Y-P-H-A-C-O-N.org. That's where we keep everything. If you have a question about the convention, it's going to be on that page. It, there's about 60 pages on there. You can find everything you need. Um, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. We are now on Blue Sky, which that just launched this week. Okay. And Instagram. Blue Sky is the, the new Twitter, it is, right? It was, yes, it's, it's well, exactly okay. what it is. Let me rephrase that because no, the, the new Twitter is the new Twitter. But it's the old Twitter that is now the new Twitter. Yes. Is maybe the way to say it. It's the people that made Twitter before it got sold, then did Blue Sky. So just, Correct. just a quick programming note for all of you. <laughs> it's too much to keep up with. It is. So many social platforms. I'm old school. I'm just going to stick to Facebook and. Maybe where we're the at. occasional Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm at in life. <laughs> Just, yeah, going to stick there. Awesome. So they can find all that information on your website. And again, like you said, this is for everyone. Absolutely. It really is. And that, that was the whole design of this show. We don't want you to come in here and think that you're going to be left out. It's, it's literally the best experience you can have for the money you're paying to get in the door and the actual return because when you're there you're not going to want to leave you're going to want to stay there experience it all and you might not even realize that we're taking up three floors so you go on the first floor like where's everything else there's more stuff upstairs guys yeah. and that's where all the fun stuff's happening 
Awesome. So it's it's crazy. It's 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 a it's a neat little um experience that we created and you know, I'm I'm so proud of all our staff and everybody that that volunteers for us every year. Uh, we couldn't do it without everybody. We just we're, we really couldn't do it. And it's it's a community thing. It really is. So go experience SciFacon April 5th through the 7th this year at the Lake Charles Event Center. You don't want to miss any of it. Thanks again to Garrett for joining us here on the show. And thank you, yes, you, for taking time out of your day to join us on the podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please follow the podcast, leave us a rating or a review wherever you get your podcast. That helps us grow our audience and further share the unique experiences that Lake Charles and Southwest Louisiana have to offer. Just go to visitlakecharles.org slash podcast for more episodes, where to eat, and events happening this weekend. I'm Jillian Quarter, And I'm Brady Raynard. Thanks again for coming to play at Louisiana's Playground. Say to you.